Eddie Hearn is the biggest boxing promoter in the world. He fronts Matchroom, and he told us when he joined us earlier this year that come October, he would be making his debut with his organisation in, in Australia, and we now know it'll be at the South Bank Piazza in Brisbane on October 15. Joining us now as part of this promotional team is one of the all-time greats of mm. Australian boxing in Jeff Fennick. Jeff, good morning. Yeah, good morning, guys. How exciting is this matchroom in Australia? And we're going to have it here in Brisbane in the South Bank Piazza, October 15. Yeah, I can't wait. Um, you know, I've been in there talking to Eddie and um, Angelo Carlo and the, the people from um, Brisbane for a long time. We've finally uh, secured a, a venue, a date, and um, he's put on some great fights. I mean, the venue's going to be a cracker. Two undefeated guys that um, you know, uh, are going to put it all on the line. Uh, Jeff, we've been talking here for some time how there seems to be going through a little uh, golden period of uh, boxing in Australia in the moment with uh, plenty of uh, great fights on, but the addition of the uh, matchroom organisation with the muscle that Eddie Hearn has, uh, is it going to be a game-changer, do you think, or is it just onwards and upwards on the same trajectory? Well, to be honest, what's happening in Australian boxing at the moment uh, with the Rose Brothers, Dean Lonigan, look, to be honest, just Fox Sports and um, everything they've done has just been... Absolutely crazy, and um, I think the fighters that we've got at the moment uh, have so much potential. We've got so many great fighters in various weight categories, so having Eddie on board is certainly going to be a, a major, major plus. Liam Parrow and Brock Jarvis, they are the headline on the card. Jeff, what, what can you tell us about these two? We've had Liam on the show before. Seems like a great young bloke. What can you tell us about Brock? Yeah, well, first of all, Liam is a... a a guy who's undefeated, done everything he's had to do. He's beat everybody to put in front of him. Um, you know, very, very experienced. Um, he's been over in America training now for the last few months. So, um, you know, he thinks that might give him the edge. But um, Brock Jarvis, uh, who I, you know, train, um, has been doing some great things here at home. He's uh, just prior to this, he had a, a little um, uh, fracture in his, in his back, but he's all better now. We've been working unreal. And, um, yeah, just that. Um, I'm, I'm so looking forward to this. It's a, it's a huge test for Brock. He's gone up like three weights in the last, you know, uh, 16 months. So it's a huge step up. Everybody's thinking that he won't be able to handle it. But uh, all I can say is, uh, come October the 15th, um, Australia going to see the, the the best of Brock Jarvis. And this kid's just like I said, what he's been doing in the gym, what he's been doing in sparring is just phenomenal. And Jeff, you got a long history with not only Brock but the uh, Jarvis uh, family itself. He's a uh, nephew of uh, Pat Jarvis. Rugby league player, of yeah. course, who had uh, some sort of influence on on your early career, and you've had Brock himself since he was a sixteen year old. So, uh, a project for you over a long period of time. Yeah, definitely. So, like, yeah, his his uncle Pat was one of my favourite favourite rugby league players. Not he wasn't the favourite policeman. He, got me, <laughs> he came and picked me up a couple of times, but he, um, instead of giving me a kick up the backside, he um, he gave me a mouthful of. Um, knowledge and then told me, you know, to get to the club and work hard, you could do something with your life. And my life changed. And I, he's that Pat's mother and Brock's grandmother who just passed away earlier in the year was and my dietitian and my nutritionist. Uh, she was amazing. And, uh, yeah, so I've got a, a huge, um, you know, thing with the family. So, yeah, look, I just – and I can't that, – that's all great. But at the moment, all we worry about is, is Brock being the best he can be. And, like I said, a lot of, a lot of people are questioning him because he's going up – you know, three weight divisions, you know, in, within a year, uh, he's not going to handle this. But to see him train, to see what he's been doing is just absolutely outstanding. Jeff, are you finding a lot of young guys are coming to you now asking for you to train them? 
yeah, I get calls every day from not just from Australia but from all around the world, and it's, it's really hard for me. Like I said, um, not yeah, I'm I'm a little tired. My my, my shoulders, my elbows, um, are very very sore. I've got a big heavyweight named Jackson Murray, who's an amazing prospect, and um, you know, when I hold the pad for you know, a couple of hours after, I've got to go and get treatment on my arms and elbows. So it's difficult, but look, I still love it. I I love watching the the impact that that I can have on people, especially when. You know, I, I don't call myself a trainer. I call myself a teacher. I teach these guys how to do things properly. And like I said, I think you're going to see, like I said, an amazing... People are going to be really, really shocked when they, when they see what Brock brings to the table in the 140-pound division, you know. I think Eddie Hearn's going to be more shocked than anybody. And uh, Brock, uh, his last fight was in the United States. Um, uh, and he's won 18 of his 20 uh, bouts inside the, uh, inside the uh, time. I mean, how would you describe his uh, style? Wow, he's um, he's one of these kids that you know once once that uh, the bell rings and the, the, those lights go from green to amber to to red and then back down the green he, he he's full speed ahead yeah I mean, he trains harder than anybody he's super super fit and um, he throws a lot of punches but um, my biggest thing with him is that we're trying to make sure that each punch that we throw these days land with a lot of authority and uh, look he's yeah, he's got a, a style very very similar to the old Jeff Benny and people think that he doesn't need it because he's so much taller than I was. He's all this reach and stuff like that. But um, look, it's great for him. He can box if he needs to box, but he can also um, fight and post when he needs to. And I think that's going to be you know, a big advantage to, to Brock in this fight. We're going to see a Queenslander on the card as well, Jeff Young, Sky Nicholson, who's relocated herself over to London to be there, a part of the Eddie Hearn team. She's coming back to Queensland for this event. Yeah, definitely. So what an amazing talent! What an amazing job she's done for Australia. Boxing, especially in the, in, in the women's side, there. So, um, yeah, what, what can you what can you say about Sky? Except, uh, yeah, you got to wish her all the best. She's taken a huge risk. She's moved overseas. But look, in, even in our women's boxing, we just had a young lady named Beck Hawker win a world title on the weekend um, uh, on an eighth boxing show. So, yeah, we're so strong. We've got Ebony Bridges, who's overseas, who's the bantamweight champion of the world. So, you know, we've got so many um, you know, talented fighters in, in, in both spheres, in, in women and, and men's boxing, and they're, and they're getting better and better. And like I said, um, our sport is really flourishing at the moment, and Lamb, look, um, yeah, these are two undefeated Australians fighting, which you know, um, you know, I'm great friends with the Carlo family. That so was a really hard decision to say yes to take the fight, but there's too much on the line, and it's, I think it's great for Australian sport and Australian boxing. And just as a matter of interest, Jeff, you obviously played rugby league, and Pat Jarvis, a, a rugby league player. What do you think of these uh, bouts between rugby league uh, players turned boxers? Uh, you know, uh, Paul Gallen up against yeah, Ben Hannon and yeah. Justin Hodges. Not really your cup of tea, or well, what? very early, very early on, I, you know, it was, I was very much against it. But then to see what Gallen done, Paul Gallen threw all his sleeves up and fight some of these guys who, who honestly, me plus the Australian public gave him absolutely no chance against. Was a, was a huge thing. And, uh, and you've got to think of uh, the publicity that's come off the back of it and the the, the heads and the bums on seats that, that have been watching because of these football players. And look, look um, that's one good thing. But again, uh, there, there are negatives. Like I said, um, you know, here's Paul Gallen going to fight two football players in, in, in a couple of weeks down the track. I've got Benny Hannett coming down to, to my house uh, tomorrow night to do some training with me. Um, not, that I'm trying to, not that I'm trying to help a Queenslander, but he's a, somebody... <laughs> Here's, here's somebody asking me for a hand, so I mean, I, my hands are out there all the time. If I can um, maybe help somebody from getting hurt and give them a little bit of advice, I'll do that. So, yeah, I mean, look, um, it's good and bad for the sport. Like I said, a lot of people, a lot of the purists laugh at it and they don't like it. But then if you sit down and you, and you, and you measure it up and think, wow, you know, and, you know yeah, you, that's the way the world is. Though. And if somebody can make some, uh, some money any way, that's, that's legal. Good luck to them. 
Now, Jeff, this this uh, yeah, card on October 15, we said a few times the South Bank Piazza here in Brisbane with Match Room. Tickets are yet to go on sale, but you are able to watch it, and it's going to be beamed into 25 different countries. So the global digital broadcaster is Dan's. I don't know too much about Dan's, except they're based in New York. Here's the zone. Um, that's a massive um, organisation that's doing all the fights all around the world at the moment. If you're you know, any, most fights that, that you, you see on TV or on Fox or anywhere else, they're all on the zone. So, um, like I said, Eddie Hearn's just done this amazing job with boxing at the moment. And, look, we're, we're pretty honoured to be part of this team. But like I said, um, for me, I'm sure, look, I've got so many people from Sydney that are just waiting for these tickets to go on sale. I've already got hundreds of people who've, who've um, brought airline tickets to, to be in Brisbane for the day. It's going to be very, very special. Like I said, um yeah, what Angelo DiCarlo's done for boxing in Brisbane, all of his shows, they're a nice promotion. They're always really competitive. He always puts competitive fights on there. Look, for them to, you know, to give Brock this opportunity, hopefully I know they're confident, but um, it's, it's a great opportunity for us and for them to take the fight and after all the, the hard work they've done to get the number one in the world and then give another Aussie an opportunity. Again, it's a, it's a huge ask, but that's what Eddie Hearn wanted the fight. You know, I've never asked him to fight. So, but look, we're, we're more than ready and I tell everybody in the world I wouldn't have taken the fight if I didn't think Bob Jarvis would be successful. Good on you here, Jeff. Look, love having you on the show, mate. You're doing a marvellous job. Still flying the flag for Australian boxing. You've been doing it for so many years. Really appreciate it. Good luck with Brock Jarvis, and we can't to see, wait to see Matchroom here in Australia. Thank you very much, guys. Thanks for all your support.